346 people lost more than 6,000 pounds in 12 weeks. That's 17 pounds per person. Welcome to Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. And today is one of the health messages. For those of you who have been attending the Ark of Salvation, you know that God commanded me to speak once per month on the first biblical Sunday of each month and basically deal with a message of health. And what I am led to do is just to bring you very simple things that you can do. Again, turn to your neighbor and just tell them you can do this. So it's not complicated. It is simple. It will be one particular thing and one thing that you can do. And over a period of time, if you just adopt even one of the things, it will make a difference and it will make an impact in your life. Because people, God is concerned about your health. If you get sick, you can't even minister worth a hoot. You can't do anything worth a hoot. So if you get sick, you cannot even carry and you cannot even preach. You can't minister. You can't evangelize. And to be honest about it, you don't make a very good representative. So if you are sick, not only do you not feel well yourself, but you cannot effectively minister to others about the kingdom of God when you're sick. So God wants to not only heal you, but more importantly, God wants to keep you healthy. Now, with each message, we always review what we call the eight pillars of health. And even though you may get a very simple and an easy thing to do in this message, the eight pillars of health are the natural foundations of health. And I go over these specifically in sermon number 4021, 4021. But to briefly reiterate the eight pillars of health, number one, exercise 30 to 60 minutes a day, four to six days a week. Number two, eat at least five servings of fruits and vegetables each day. Number three, drink enough water so that your urine remains clear or light yellow. Number four, maintain a healthy weight and watch your belly button. Number five, don't smoke, do drugs or drink too much alcohol. Number six, limit meat, sweets, fried foods, and the full feeling. Number seven, get enough sleep. And number eight, have right relationships. And as I mentioned, these are thoroughly explained in sermon number 4021. And today's message will be centered in Proverbs chapter seven, beginning with the first verse. You don't have to turn there. My son, keep my words and lay up my commandments with thee. Keep my commandments and live and my law as the apple of thine eye. Bind them upon thy fingers, write them upon the table of thine heart. Say unto wisdom, thou art my sister and call understanding thy kinsman. And I want to focus on keep my commandments and live and my law as the apple of thine eye. Now, the forbidden fruit that Adam and Eve ate in the Garden of Eden is often identified as what? An apple. It is often identified 
as an apple. But I, I tell you that an apple could not have been the fruit that was forbidden in the Garden of Eden. In Genesis chapter one, verse twenty nine. And God said, behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you. It shall be for meat. The NIV puts it this way. Then God said, I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. God said, I give you every herb bearing seed and I give you every tree that has fruit with seed in it. How many trees did he say? Every. God says, I give you every tree that has fruit with seed in it. Now, does an apple tree have fruit with seed? Then by just looking at what God said, it lets you know. That the forbidden fruit could not have been an apple, not the apple that we know today, because the apple of today has a seed in it. Now, there are some other fruits that don't have seeds, but those are adulterated. Right now, you can't find grapes with seeds in it. Everywhere you go in the grocery store trying to find a grape, they're all seedless. But that's not the way that God made the grapes. And I tell you people down the road, we're going to start having some problems out of those grapes because the seeds are missing. So God told you that every, I give you every, the way that you could tell the stuff he get, it had a seed in it. Do you know why they took the seed out? They took the seed out because folk didn't like to spit the seeds out. So they just genetically engineered the grapes so they now have no seed in it. But we're in the nutritional business. One of the most important and powerful nutrients is pycnogenol, which comes from grapeseed extract. When you eat the grapes with the seed in it, it's a whole lot more beneficial for you. But now the grapes are no longer like God put it there. So some of the things we are doing to food, there was a recent, someone asked me recently, did you hear about how tofu and the soybean is, is causing cancer? I said, not the, the soybeans God made. People don't know the history behind it. The Monsanto Corporation has now created a genetically engineered soybean. And it's, that's where they're getting the tofu from. The genetically engineered soybean is the stuff that's causing the problem. They genetically engineered it because it is more insect resistant. Well, what does insect resistant mean? It means the bugs won't eat it. So they genetically engineered it. And there's an instinct in the insects that know this is not the stuff God made. So the bugs won't eat it. The bugs won't eat it. The grapes without the seed is not what God placed in the earth. And the insects, the roaches, they've got sense enough not to eat the stuff that has been tampered with by man. But we don't. So the, the apple could not have been the forbidden fruit because it comes from a tree where the fruit has seed. And I want to talk to you today from the subject of the unforbidden fruit. The unforbidden fruit. Actually, God's first prohibition was what not to eat. And even if you study the New Testament, when Paul and Barnabas were having issues with some of the other apostles in terms of trying to make all of the Gentiles follow all of the law. 
they came up with fundamentally four rules that the Gentiles should follow in Acts chapter 15, beginning at verse 19. And Paul says, it is my judgment, therefore, that we should not make it difficult for the Gentiles who are turning to God. Instead, we should write to them, telling them to abstain from food polluted by idols, from sexual immorality and from the meat of strangled animals and from blood. So even in the New Testament, when they boiled down the four rules, three out of four of them had to do just as what God told them in the original. Three out of four of them had to do with what not to eat. But most of this had to do with preserving the people's health. It wasn't necessarily particular for spiritual reasons. God was trying to then, as he wants to now, he was trying to keep the people healthy. And sometimes you can go back to those old, old, what's called mother wit sayings. And you'll find within them they had some great truth. My last message was entitled The Baker's Secret, and it dealt with some of that old-fashioned mother wit stuff. If I ask you today, what fruit keeps the doctor away, what is it? Everyone knows that. That statement first originated back in the 1800s. They knew it then. They knew, and it originated actually over in the country of Wales. And they knew that an apple a day, there was something about it. The original statement was not an apple a day keeps the doctor away. The original statement says this, eat an apple on going to bed and you keep the doctor from earning his bread. That was the original statement back in the 1800s. Eat an apple on going to bed and you keep the doctor from earning his bread. They knew this stuff back in the old days. And yet somehow in Christianity, we have taken the fruit that the old folk knew was the thing that if you ate it every day, it would keep the doctor away. We have taken it and somehow got it twisted up that this was the fruit that God told folk not to eat. And it never was. And somehow we get we can get truth all twisted around and it ends up becoming detrimental to us and, and we don't understand truth. So I just want to tell you some things about the unforbidden fruit. And not only am I going to call it the unforbidden fruit, but I'm going to tell you to eat at least one apple a day, preferably three apples a day. And I'm going to tell you why. Now, this is not complicated. This doesn't have a whole lot of deep, heavy-duty chemical science and all that. This is, again, turn to the person next to you and tell them, this is something you can do. You can eat an apple a day. And, and it's not going to take long. I'm going to ask C. Elijah. I brought him an apple here. I brought Pastor C. Elijah an apple. And I'm just going to time exactly how long it takes C. Elijah to eat this apple. So you can see... And this is just a medium-sized apple. I'm going to time how long it takes C. Elijah to eat this apple. So, C. Elijah, if you will go ahead now and start eating that apple, just holler out, finish when you finish. So, we're going to time how long it takes C. Elijah to eat this apple. And, you, and for those of you who are listening electronically and you can't see, Pastor C. Elijah is now chomping on the apple. 
So it's an easy thing that we can do and it's something that we can do every day. So an apple a day keeps the doctor away. But why? Do you really know what makes an apple so special? Why is it that we never hear that an orange a day keeps the doctor away or a banana a day keeps the doctor away or a, a honeydew melon keeps the doctor away? Why have we never heard it on any of the other fruits except for the apple? Apples have properties that no other fruits have, and its benefits have been proven over time. Now, what happens sometimes is you hear a lot of stuff about some exotic fruits. Some of these real exotic fruits out there. Let me tell you what that's about. That's about money. In, in a bottom line nutshell, that stuff is about money. And, 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 when you, and what you end up, you hear all this exotic stuff about these exotic fruits, and you pay $40 a bottle for a quart of fruit juice. That's what it boils down to. You're better off from a chemical perspective. And the only thing that really has a scientific proof of the juice, you're better off drinking grape juice. You can go to the grocery store, get that for $3 a bottle and save you $37. You take that money and put that in church. So an apple has properties that no other fruits have, and its benefits have been proven throughout the years and over the centuries. An apple will combine a lot of great properties and just make it real simple. Number one, apples contain vitamin C. Vitamin C, it's a whole sermon on just what vitamin C does. Number two, apples help to prevent the number one killer in America, heart disease. And the reason it prevents both coronary heart disease and cardiovascular disease is because apples are rich in chemical compounds called flavonoids. And flavonoids, they help cardiovascular and they're, they're very, very strong with their antioxidant effect. Apples are low in calories. Apples will help you prevent cancers, all types of cancers. And there, there's a, there's a chemical reason as to why they help prevent colon cancer, prostate cancer, breast cancer, all of the different types of cancers. Apples will help prevent those as many of the other fruits. Apples contain phenols, which have a double effect on cholesterol. It reduces bad cholesterol and increases good cholesterol. So it helps in cardiovascular. It helps in cancer, our two leading killers. Apples help prevent tooth decay. Tooth decay is an infection that seriously damages the structure of your teeth, which is caused primarily by bacteria. The juice of the apples has properties that kill up to 80% of bacteria. So not only does an apple a day keep a, the doctor away, an apple a day keeps a dentist away. But a dentist is a doctor. The old folk knew this. Apples protect your brain from brain disease. Apples have substances called phytonutrients, and these phytonutrients prevent neurogenerative diseases like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Apples give you healthier lungs. Recent research has shown that people who eat five apples or more per week have lower respiratory problems, including asthma. Another, another key, if you can't get, if you're eating a meal and you can't get somewhere to brush your teeth, just eat an apple. Apples, if you notice when you get through eating an apple, your teeth feel clean. So it's a natural toothbrush 
And then the juice of the apples naturally help you to keep the bacteria down. So apple has a it has a lot of benefits and it's a very inexpensive fruit relatively. The skin of an apple consists of insoluble fiber. Insoluble fiber will help you to digest food better. It helps to keep you from getting constipated and it will just speed up your digestion. One thing about an apple, it's probably the easiest and most readily available fruit. A lot of times when I travel through the airport, I can go by several restaurants and a lot of them will have fruit sitting up on the counter. You can always, sometimes you can go in a gas station and they've got fruit. So apples are readily available all times of the year, almost anywhere you go. You can buy an apple, it'll keep for anywhere from one to three weeks, depending upon how you store it. So apples have some amazing benefits. But one of the other benefits that people don't know about is apples can help you lose weight. And let me kind of explain how that works. If anyone here has ever grown up on a farm, and if you've ever reared hogs or pigs, you'll know that farmers will not feed pigs apples. Do you all know that? Well, no, not many of you. I see one person out there nodding their head. Most of us haven't been by a farm in I don't know how long. So, no, you don't know that. But farmers do not feed pigs apples. Amen. See, Elijah's finished. So it took him exactly about five and a half minutes to finish that apple. So basically, it takes you about five minutes to eat an apple. That's five minutes a day that can really do some wonders for your health. But farmers will not feed pigs apples Because if they feed the pigs apples, the pigs don't get as fat. They don't eat as much. And let me just, in in the little town of Wenatchee, Washington, a lady named Tammy Flynn, nutrition director at the local Gold's Gym, discovered a secret. When one of her clients, who had been stuck on a diet plateau, ate an apple before every meal and didn't change anything else, she lost one and a half pounds of fat in just one week. Flynn tried it out with her other clients and saw wild results. 346 people lost more than 6,000 pounds in 12 weeks. That's 17 pounds per person. And she wrote a book, and the book is entitled Three Apples a Day. And the whole diet is fundamentally based on before you eat a meal, eat an apple. And it does several things. The first thing about it, when you eat an apple, it kind of fills you up. So if you eat the apple, you don't eat as much of the regular food, and an apple is not fattening. So it automatically reduces your caloric intake just if you eat an apple before every meal. The next thing that the apple does is the apple starts to sweep out all of the old stuff that's in there from the last meal. And it makes your digestion much easier of the food that you do eat. So just by going to an apple before every meal, three apples a day, you will lose weight. You will improve your health. It's not expensive and it tastes good. Everybody likes an apple. Now, I'm not talking about apple juice. I'm not talking about apple sauce. I'm talking about a real apple, just like God put it. Because some of y'all say, well, if the pastor said, I might as well just drink apple juice. No, not apple juice, because the apple juice has no fiber in it. So, so you got to see, we always want to change the way God put this stuff here. We always want to fool with it. 
Just get you a regular apple, wash it off, and just eat it. Well, Pastor, do I need to eat organic apple? Look, just get you an apple. <laughs> and just eat the apples, and you will find that it will do your health a tremendous amount of good. And let me give you a, a tip in terms of, of being able to just help you eat more apples and more fruit. You need to bring it in your house and you need to have it around. There's a principle of surrounding that will make a tremendous difference. You're going to eat what you can easily grab. I, I, I saw a good example of it recently just in my house, just with doing laundry. And I had told my wife, I said, look, I, I, I don't like the detergent that you use. It's got all this fragrance and, and, and smell in it. I don't like my clothes smelling all flowery and all that heavy perfume. I just like my stuff natural. So my wife, she said, well, this is the detergent. So I went out and I bought my own detergent. And, and it's a liquid detergent. It's hypoallergenic, doesn't have any of Because being a chemist, I understand that the leading allergen really happens to be fragrances and all those flavors and all that stuff. And the chemical stuff, I just didn't want it in my clothes all, all over my sheets and all. I just like my stuff natural. So anyway, I went out and bought my own detergent. And it comes in a big 172-ounce, you know, bottle. It's liquid. So when I bought it, I brought like six bottles of the stuff. So when I came in, my wife said, why are you bringing all this stuff? I said, look, you know I buy the stuff and everything I buy, I buy in bulk. So I don't have to go out every week and get me some stuff. So my wife had one bottle of hers up there and I put my six up there. So she used all of her detergent. Now she had one of two choices. She had used all of her detergent and she stood there in the laundry room and she looked up and there she saw her, nothing left. You know how it is when you pour it in and it gets down to, and she had poured out, got the last drop out. So she had one of two choices. She could go back out to the grocery store, get some more detergent, or she looked at her and she saw my six hypoallergenic. Each bottle does 110 wash loads. So she looked up there and literally saw 700 wash loads of laundry detergent. She had two choices. Now, I'm not going to tell you what choice she made. But none of the sheets in the house have any fragrance in it now. None of the clothes. Have, and it is not... It is not that she decided that, well, I'm just going to listen to what my husband said. I'm going to use the detergent that he... That wasn't the reason. The reason was she had a choice to go to the store and buy her detergent, lug it back, put, or just pick up mine and pour it in the washing machine. What you are surrounded by will make a huge difference in what you do. So if you bring apples into your house... And if you put apples or whatever fruit, if you put apples in the bowl and you leave your bowl full of apples day in and day out as you and even in your office or wherever you work, if you put a little bowl of fruit on your desk, what you will find is that you will start to reach for the apple, not just because you've just made a conscious decision. I really like this apple over this Mr. Goodbar. No, that's not the reason. You're going to reach for the apple because that's what is near and that's what is convenient. But if you've got Twinkies and donuts and candy bars nearby, guess what you're going to reach for? So if you surround yourself with the good stuff, you will find yourself partaking more and more and more of the good stuff. So this is a simple thing that you can just do. An apple a day at a minimum 
If you want to lose weight, an apple before every meal. And it will change your health. It will change your vibrancy. It's cheap. It tastes good. And it's easy to do. An apple a day. The unforbidden fruit. And I hope those of you who are listening to this message will take it upon your heart to just do this simple thing and watch God change your health and your life. We thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. Amen. Amen. And amen. I'm going to ask uh, C. Elijah if he would just close us out. He's a he drinks a quart of juice every day. Now, he doesn't like apple seeds, but he likes apples. And the benefit and the value that this will do if you follow it. He probably feels better right now after that apple. <laughs> so the benefit of what this will do, it's simple, it's easy. And these are the type of health tips that I just want to bring. Nothing complicated. All of you knew that an apple a day was good for you. But sometimes it has to be reinforced. And what we have done today, you know, we used to provide an apple as you left church. Do you know why we stopped that? Because people were bringing the apples back into church, dropping the seeds on the floor and leaving the cores on the floor. That's why we had to stop it. So we have the apples today. And I have even asked them to prepare for us. And see, if you make stuff easy, people, will, will, they're more likely to do it. You all know if you go in the store and you buy apples, you know how much apples cost. What I want to do is to actually make available, if people want it, where you can pick up a bag of seven apples for $5 at church every Sunday. For as long as we want to do and it makes it easy. It's like the laundry detergent. See, if you got to go out and get it, there's a less of a probability that you're going to, but if you can just come pick up your apples at church. That's just, you can't even get them any cheaper than that in the grocery store. So, so if, you, if you can pick them up at church and take them with you and just eat that apple a day, it will help you. It will benefit you. I mean, other churches, they, you know, you have fried chicken after church and all that kind of stuff. So I'm trying, I'm trying to give you something that's going to keep you healthy. So we will just test that program to see how it works. So this gives you your apple a day. So when you come to church, when you leave, you can actually pick up your apple. So if the people want that and they support it, we'll keep it going. And we'll go out and we'll get the apples for you. And we'll have the apples here for your church. And you can just pick them up, take them with you, and eat your one apple a day. Some of you who want to get three apples, you just get three bags of apples. But whatever the case, people, this will help your health tremendously. Simple thing. Let's see Elijah close us out today. Praise God. Give Pastor another hand for that. For that. <clears throat> we thank him for the health knowledge and just the little simple nutrition keys that we all know and have heard over time, but somehow we've let these things slip from our lives. And Someone said that our greatest need in life is not to be informed, but to be reminded. And so he's just simply reminding us of God's way of natural health to keep our bodies in good shape, to keep us healthy, to, to keep a glow about us. And we are just so appreciate, appreciative to him for being the unique pastor that he is.
you really won't find that at any other church. I doubt if there were any other pastors today preaching on apples. But, uh, <laughs> but this message will keep more people out of the hospital. It'll cure more cancer. It'll, it'll decrease blood pressure. It'll give people vitality and life and energy. I had my apples before I got to church this morning, and even the one I ate here made me feel even better. It even it, it cleaned my teeth, made my breath fresh, <laughs> gave me a little energy. I, you know, I felt it. It was it was really good. Filled with vitamins and minerals and antioxidants. They keep the body from aging. They are they are they keep the body youthful. They keep you from rusting. They. They keep the body in good condition. So we just, we're grateful. The Bible says that words fitly spoken are as valuable as apples of gold. Apples of gold. So, uh, you know, even the Bible talks about the great value of apples. And so we're, we're just blessed to to get these simple keys to live longer. God wants us to have long life. He said, I'll satisfy you with long life. And he doesn't mean long life where you're broken down. He means long life in good health. Long life in good health. So we're just, we're grateful to get all of these keys. Um, please go back and listen to this on the internet, message number 4024. Email it to your friends. And let's start an Apple revival. Amen. <laughs> this ends message number 4024 by Nathaniel Bronner Jr. To hear other messages or to send this message number 4024 to a friend, simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. To hear other messages in the health series, click series on theonlineword.com. This has been message number 4024, The Unforbidden Fruit. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.